air and in the comment section cannabis life radio is teaming up with green roads world to give you free cbd good luck from cannabis life radio and green roads world florida home grow is the state's number one seller of hemp oil products stop by and check out their organic hemp oil capsules and pain killing topical lotions enjoy a complimentary cup of fresh or Cannabis Life Radio. Yeah. Are we live now? Are we on? Welcome to Cannabis Life Radio, Florida's only cannabis radio program. I'm Leon Hamilton along with Arby Barroso and Cheryl Murray Powell, a cast of thousands. TFC Marketing is here and it's our Christmas program. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy holidays. RB. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Oh, Happy yes. Santa. All yeah. that good stuff. Uh, everything you believe in. We hey, wanna, I want to I I make say, sure you have time with your family. I want to say something first. Go we got to we got to change the uh, we are Florida's only cannabis radio program. We got to change that now because what do you got? What do you got? Somebody else is competing with us, and they're actually on. They're not competing. Don't ever say. Yeah, they're competing. Well, they're, well, now we are. We should be something else. We should be Florida's original. There you go. Cannabis radio. I, I can program. take that. I think I, that's actually an improve an improvement. I, I can live with that. Who are you talking about? I don't even know. <laughs> Uh, so what do we what do we got what do we got well, going on? I just got to give out a shout out. Yesterday, you know, I last I lost a little bit of my man card. A uh, bunch of my guys, bunch of my guys just uh, sent me a bunch of things on Facebook because I had to take my daughter's bike to get put together. So I just want to shout out to our guys out in Weston, Addicto. They're right off of 595 and Western Road. Uh, Felipe will take care of you. Cycling uh, Tech Center. Oh yeah. Hook him up. Tell him that uh, Arby sent you. Uh, he really took care of it. You know, uh, actually picked up the bike, dropped off the bike. Uh -huh. um, as you can see, I got like, I mean, I'm all busted up and stuff. Yeah. Definitely not good with hammers, screws, right. and all the wrenches. I stopped riding that bike. Do you know why I stopped riding? Why'd you stop? I riding? got run over by a car. Well, I'm yeah. Sims oh, sounds goodness. like you though. Terrible. <laughs> well, we're glad you're still with us. Yes. And Leon, we changed positions, so yeah. why do you end up sitting over on I that I wanted side? to move over here because he I noticed. He wants to be to my right. Yeah. Well, I noticed in last week's. That he doesn't realize that that's my, like, that's, that's, that's your fighting arm. Now I'm in punching range. Yeah. No, but I noticed in, uh, when I was over there last week on the video feed, I kind of looked like Catherine Hepburn, so I wanted to. Uh, I think you just wanted to get to your better side, right? Is yes. Is that it? That's what it is. That's a much better oh, way of so saying it. That's how I got booted. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's going on? I mean, everything. Yeah. Everything's going on. We had our uh, we Christmas had party. We had a fat Christmas party. Tell us some more. It was oh, a Christmas party? Wow. And I wasn't invited? Yes, you were. Oh. Stop with this whole non-invitation stuff you got going on here. Goodness gracious. We are very so inclusive of Leon. So yeah, sensey. Well. I'm going to buy a ballerina like thing for him. A ballerina thing. Nice. Yeah. Well, I could honestly tell you, mojitos uh, yes. by Sawgrass. Mojito Bar. Mojito Bar did an amazing, amazing job. We had DJ Re joined us out there. Oh, yeah? We had the whole uh, Green Roads World, wellness, athletics, Treyas Jarrell, you know, Hassan, John Swade, uh, Jimmy Tundador, Laura, my commander-in-chief. Danny Perdeck. I mean, literally, 
we controlled the whole place. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about what the bill was for alcohol. Oh, my goodness. Before I'm trying to sneak out, and the guy's like, hey, RB. I'm yeah. like, uh, I look at the bill, I'm like, Ugh. But it was a good time. Good it time was, was absolutely by worth Everybody every penny. Everybody dressed up. Everyone looked fantastic. There was a lot to celebrate. Um, we're all looking forward to celebrating again uh, next year uh, so or throughout the year. As we hit different milestones, so that was really a highlight every day for is my Christmas week. at Green Roads. Mm-hmm. No, that was the highlight. It was me. absolutely, it was great. It was like really amazing. It was bringing everybody together. Um, we've had families there that uh, we sponsored and continue to sponsor. Came out and showed support. It was just abs- It was so the energy was so awesome. That's it really, it. really was. It was a lot of fun. We had the dancing going on. Did Santa oh, show up? I was up? killing the dance floor. What about y'all, Santa? Y'all aren't ready for me. San- no Santa? San- Santa didn't have time. He just, you know. Right. Santa was the- elsewhere. It was a Wednesday, so he's a little bit busy with the kiddies. Yeah, exactly. He left the adults but- to us, but um, we had a fantastic time. So yeah, I really had probably, it was fan. great. It What's was that? Great. It was great. No, it's it's a fantastic night. So yeah. we just wanted to share that with you guys. Happy holidays. Uh, a lot going on in, in the can of space. This is actually, I say a lot that's going on because everybody's looking forward to next year and um, some activities coming up. There's um, some conferences coming up. Um, the Florida Cannabis Coalition is going to have a, a Canada Day in Miami again at FIU. So we're going to be speaking at that conference. So anyone who's going to be in Miami um, February uh, 2nd, 3rd uh, time, please attend that. In addition, there's a, um, a physician's conference, a, a medical association conference. Um, really, uh, uh, the, I think it's the American Medical Marijuana Physicians Conference, um, and that's going to be a great one. Same weekend in Miami. So that Super Bowl weekend, you have two conferences to choose from, a lot of can of people to hang out with. So I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I think I, it's across the board. I mean, from hemp-derived CBD to cannabis, I just showed you right now on Facebook yes. how medical companies are literally pulling out of Florida because they, don't, they can't figure it out yet. Yeah, that's the, that's the hard part. So, you know, everybody sees the green rush and they want to get involved with the cannabis industry. Um, but we're, we're really dependent on that patient count, and we're really um, dependent on, you know, what the states de- decide the fees will be and the costs will be. So it's extremely expensive to get into the industry, especially if you're touching plant, plant and especially, um, you know, if you're seeing patients. So, um, you know, the company that you mentioned was um, Tetra announced that they're closing um, clinic locations. And the reason given is because of the state dragging their feet. So, you know, again... What do you think is going to go on with that? No, I think it's... um, Are they one of the companies that never planted a seed? They're a clinic. They're a clinic. Oh, they're only a clinic? They're only a clinic. So they're not a license holder. Oh, okay. But, you know, the state dragging its feet or Christian backs dragging its feet or the inactivity... I mean, I'm not going to say it's atypical from what happens across the state. It's just frustrating because at the other end of it, um, there are patients. And this weekend or or earlier this week, I was just thinking about it because as I do the speaking engagements, I try to make it a little different every time. And there's one thing I was thinking about is 
the fact that the advocates and the activists are the ones that have been really getting medicine to to patients over over time. When you look at the history of, um, I don't want to call it an industry, but um, you know the fight for legalization. There are a lot of patients that are still here, or um, you know had a better experience, or they're dealing with their pain beer, pain because activists just said, I don't care what the laws say, I'm going to get medicine to right. uh, patients. Now, this isn't an endorsement of that behavior. It's more of a reflection of, you know, there are a lot of good people who said, you know what, I have to get uh, medicine to, to these patients. Right. We've spoken about, you know, epileptic um, patients who passed away unnecessarily. Um, but there are some people who are just fighting and fighting and trying to make sure that when that there isn't another person who dies if cannabis is that um, that solution. Right. Yeah, but how how are we gonna how are we gonna stop this? Like honestly, we need to pass some type of legislation that allows this industry to continue to push forward. Well, we're and in right now, with everybody just really just not knowing what to do um, and legislators just kind of sitting on their hands, what are we going to do? I mean, we have uh, Midwest America, which GW Pharmaceutical is really pushing hard. They're picking these states that really don't have the money or don't have chosen not to fight uh, a pharmaceutical company. So right. now we're going to allow a European pharmaceutical company to come in here and dictate what us Americans should be taking. And that's fine and dandy. If they've created something that is good um, and that could help treat um, autism or help treat seizures, epileptic seizures, or any of that stuff, you know, I applaud them. But for them to come in here and try to say that you cannot use CBD or you cannot formulate or use it as a supplement or a food additive, is absolutely uh, astonishing and sad that we're going to allow this to happen. And they're trying to set precedent, honestly, really. What they're trying to do is set precedent in these small states and, uh, you know, bring it from there and then start growing it out, which I don't think they'll be able to touch like Florida's and the New York's. But, I mean, what do you feel about that? Yeah, I think there, you know, one, we don't really have evidence that it's a particular actor. Uh, Uh, I I don't know about um, that. We reference GW Pharmaceuticals only because they're recent um, filing with the FDA for approval approval on their um, drug Epidiolex and also... Um, articles that have been written about their lobbying activity in, in the center of the country. However, you know there hasn't been an established causal connection. But we, so we just want to make that clear. Uh, um, I'm, I'm tending to disagree with you on that. Yeah. But uh, I've. Well, well, legally, we'll, we'll I, see. I, I mean, sure. legally, you're all my attorney, so we'll leave it Listen at that. To lawyer, my hands, my hands Listen to your lawyer, Listen to your lawyer. Like, She's right. I'm wrong. That's right. I want to make sure that we're clear on that. Uh, that we're not uh, thank you, Cheryl, creating Cheryl, a, a causal connection on there. Um, but it, it is, um, you know, infuriating to, to think that um, markets are being identified based on the fact that they don't have the activism that we see on the coastal at the coastal states, and um, you know they don't have um, 
the amount of educational push that you'll see uh, where the coastal states are. I mean, it recently because we've seen like a few seizures here and there of product, it, it's kind of taking us back a few years. Um, and then, of course, once ed information is shared and lawyers in, are involved, um, then you know they back down. But it's it's just costly to constantly have to fight for something that was already made legal because yeah. of right. um, people with authority or people uh, decision makers don't have the information. They they haven't taken the time to Google or or look for the farm bill or look. You know, uh, that's the frustrating part because. You know, saying nothing or doing nothing can roll us back five years, ten years. So then we're in a posture as an industry where we have to find the funds or uh, funds or uh, you know align the companies to to fight back so that patients have access to medicine. Uh, I I agree with that. Uh, we had a good uh, discussion with Roundtree. I think he was actually he's gonna, coming. He's coming. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about how. The FDA had, um, and I'll have you enlighten the audience here on this, that THC and CBD cannot be used in a food additive. Is that correct? Yeah. Is that, uh, not, or is so that not, what they're not, trying to not, do? We're, we're not talking about food additive, but um, dietary supplement is the, the language used on the FDA site um, as far as um, whether CBD is considered a, a, a dietary supplement. So it's it's challenging because there was an exception uh, because we there was hadn't been a published filing of um, uh, an, an, a request for approval and an application for a CBD medic medication. Um, la I guess last I guess we can still say last month that we're still in December. So November, with the filing for Epidiolex, um, the FDA has updated their website saying that that exemption basically does no longer exists and that they don't see any evidence that it is, that CBD is a dietary supplement, but they're open to it. So if there if anyone has that evidence, they would like to see it. So that's that's on the um, Q and A, the FAQs on the FDA's website. Isn't one of the I'm sorry, Harvey, right. but isn't one of the uh, one of the main uh, uh, things that the FDA has one of their own rules that they set in motion that it is if a food that they discover becomes a drug that needs to be trademarked or, uh, or whatever you call it, um, legally patented, um, that there's a food version of it, they cannot make the food version of it illegal. That was a, an FDA law that's been in effect for Are like 50 years. Are you talking about the grandfathering? Uh, because if you were already using it in food prior to the filing, the published filing of a yes. new application. Is that right? Yes, that, that, that is correct. Um, but again, there's an exception where that's concerned. So, What is um, the exception? What are they using I as an to, exception? I can pull it up and oh, look okay. at it. Well, there's I was just in, I was just wondering because I know that there's a, that, that rule has been in effect forever. It is. And then they went against their own rule for no reason just because this stuff works. That's my theory. Yeah, yeah. so I'll go back to that. Uh, Okay. We'll let her do a little research. She's researching there. live on the She's air. She's researching. So right, let me ask you a question. Let's bring you into this picture. How was your, uh, you know, the film crew following you around? Oh, uh, there was a film crew following me around. Yes. How did that feel? It went. It, it felt okay. I'm, I'm not really. You looked. A, you looked a little nervous. Nervous. I'm very nervous in front of cameras. Yeah. yeah. You're in front of a bunch of cameras. I'm right ignoring now. it. Yeah, I'm pretending that I'm not there. Act, is, can you actually see through those glasses? No. 
Uh, Actually, yeah, I can't. I, I figured it out. Those are fake eyeballs. Those like those crazy eyes you get at the at the fair. So how was it? You gotta explain this. I mean, okay, you well, just, uh, you know, you can't get slide through it. We we had we had a film crew come in to Florida Homegrow and follow me around, right. All right. and we went through a, an average day. What happens to me at Florida Homegrow? Okay. A day in the life of Leon. Day in the and life I, of I Leon. I saw some mannequin action. Yeah, there was some mannequin action, but I don't want to I talk don't about want to explain that. That's my, <laughs> se- that's to my the, secret to the, friend. To listeners on the radio, I don't think they might yeah. they might get that. But actually, if you go to uh, Green Roads or is it Cannabis, Cannabis Life, Life Radio? Cannabis Life on Facebook. And it's also go to, on Go to Sea Life Radio, and I think you'll be able to see the video yeah. there. And it's actually on our Instagram at Sea Life Radio. Oh, stop putting no pictures and videos of me, please. No, you, you need wanna, to you you be You want to attract people to listen to the show. You don't want to frighten them. No, no, okay? I think I think you're a good-looking guy, man. I mean, you know, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. Thanks, you know, man. I think you should be followed around. So what are you doing later? <laughs> don't <laughs> go there. Don't go there with me. Going back to the FDA piece, I went back to the language and basically... Um, uh, there's an exception uh, if a dietary supplement or if it was marketed as a dietary supplement or conventional food before the drug was approved or before the new drug investigations were authorized as applicable. However, based on available evidence, FDA has concluded that this is not the case for THC or CBD. So that's really where there was an exception for that, but they've already concluded that that's not the case. Right, but, but that, that exception that is for all foods. That was their own rule ahead of time. And then when right. CBD and THC came into the picture, they decided, no, 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 it no, would, we can't It let. would look that way. Yep. So it, it's challenge. It's really hard to, you know, want to take on the, the FDA, you know. Not and, right now. You know, they're, right. they're not someone you want to play with or, or fight with. So. No. You know, you just, people just fold. People traditionally just, you know, fold and, you know, find modify. Fold things. or hold? I say I say fold, and uh, you know, even uh, some nutritional supplement um, anecdotals from you know years ago. They're uh, speaking to companies, and they're like, "Yeah, once we got our letter, we just folded that kind of thing." So, do you um, really think that people with the amount of information that's out there today, and this is Obviously, to our listeners, and uh, do you really think people would fold and just walk away from this? That's a great transition to the 60-minute article that you mentioned, uh, and you gave me the heads up that was available on McKesson. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. I did watch it. Ah. I went back and watched it. Um, You know, basically, Arby sent out to um, some friends... Um, hey, there's a 60-minute special on right now. Um, it's talking about um, McKesson. It was called Too Big to, too, too big to Prosecute, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, too Big so, to Prosecute. So it's about how McKesson has all these violations. It's been noted, noted by the DEA. Um, you know, it had to do with quantities of opiates in rural areas, um, rivaling rivaling you know quantities of opiate shipped to um la- larger cities um the, you know there were some small cities where they said enough opiates were pumped into those cities um to, so that every man woman and ch- child would have a 30-day supply right um and, and and you know it was i guess a former dea person was bringing it to light and and talking about you know 
how he was challenged in wanting to prosecute them because uh, it was too much money, too much time, and he was discouraged from doing so. Um, so it was very enlightening. If you have On Demand, because that's how I watched it a couple nights ago, um, go under 60 minutes from um, December 17th, and it's actually the first segment. So there's, right. Of course, they have multiple segments. It was the first segment. It's very inter interesting. gives you a lot of insight into what's currently going on with the opiate epidemic and, and some of the, um, uh, you know, I'm not going to, uh, I think it would be a stretch to call McKesson a bad actor, but some of the people who have been identified as, as, as violators and, um, and, and have been sanctioned as a result of it. So the highlight what was the McKesson company was mentioned in this was on on last week's so segment. let me ask you so uh, what do you do you want to tell the people how you know this little slap in the wrist that they received yeah go ahead 150 million right but so they're a 200 billion dollar company right. a year they make they make, they make 150 million dollars in a week and they have <laughs> seventy six thousand employees yeah. yeah and that was their first one i don't know what even i didn't even pay attention i got a little right. aggravated so i kind of changed my channel yeah. Yeah, but right. how much was the second penalty I, which was literally the first one was because uh you know the position they were in and they were just providing pills to everybody without really not uh you know doing their research or finding out who's ordering or well, yeah. what's the size of the town the there was a town of ten thousand right yeah and so that was the second part Mm -hmm. So they were actually providing uh, small pharmacies, well, maybe a town that had more than 10, 15,000 people in there, and they were receiving hundreds of thousands yeah. of uh, class two, class three, and class four narcotics. Yeah. No, it was very interesting. I'm really glad that you, you uh, alerted me that that article, that um, show was on there. They went deep. They, they really, um, they didn't mind naming names, and it was very enlightening, to say yeah. the least. Um, that's what we're facing, you know, as far as the opiate piece. There's more attention on it now, thank God. Um, and, uh, you know, the cannabis industry, of course, we have identified ourselves as, as the, you know, the potential, or the plant itself as the potential solution. Again, it's not for every person to use medical marijuana. That's not the messaging that we're, we're sharing. No. We're saying that it is a viable solution. It needs to be investigated. It needs to be presented right along with other options to patients so they're fully, fully educated um, and, and they can make the choices that are appropriate um, along with their physician for their lifestyle. Uh, in addition, there's the CBD option, which doesn't include the high, which is, you know, which opens it up to children, you know, elderly people with fall risks and things like that. Um, so, you know, what we're fighting for is not, you know, we won't, don't want to do the same thing and say, well, this is the only option. We don't want to mirror the approach of, of Big Pharma. What we want to say is it is a, a, an alternative option. It needs to be investigated, you know. Uh, we, I would even go so far as to say that um, it, it's malpractice not to investigate it. Um, and there's more and more research that's available. Um, domestically, we're starting to see more research. Um, internationally, there's a tremendous amount of research that's available. 
Um, we, we always cite Israel and, and yeah. their advancements that have happened. So it's really for, you know, it's challenging physicians because they are the gatekeepers of the legal cannabis market um, to, to, to educate themselves, peer education, go to these seminars, read online. Every, it's available. Talk to your patients because a lot of your patients are already using cannabis. Some of the patients know more than what the actual doctors yeah. know. Because Trust they're me. using it. And they say, you know, I don't know what the research says, but I know these are the days when I didn't use cannabis and, the, and how I felt. And then these are the days when I did use cannabis. Or this person that I cared about and loved, this is what they were like when they did use cannabis. And this is what they were like when they didn't use cannabis. And then when you do an inventory of the side effects, you know, that's... That's one of the challenges is when we're comparing opiates to cannabis, we're never comparing side effects to side effects. No. No, and I... You know, I that's, that's really the, the next step is, is getting people to start doing that side effect analysis and, and looking, at, looking at it on a matrix as far as, you know, the side effects associated with opiates, depending, and for each one that are recommended for particular illnesses, this, these are the side effects. And then when you look at cannabis, the side effects are... You know, drowsiness, possibly. Um, you know, paranoia, possibly. You know, we have to be honest about that, too. It's not the cure-all. It's not no, for every not. person. We have to be, if we legit want to make it a, a viable, reasonable option laid out with all the other ones, let's start cataloging and, and having the research around the side effects, which we know anecdotally. One thing we know is death Fatality is not one of the side effects. Squamiting is. Yes, absolutely. Well, squamity with your throwing up and whatever. <laughs> yes, you call and it screaming. That. And screaming but at the same screaming time. Screaming and and, and, and and also hemp derived. I mean, there's there's a, a plethora of different types of plants that are in the family. Um, Green Roads does it through a hemp derived CBD. Right. Um, not through a cannabis plan. So those are other things that um, we continue to research and look into because of the different strains. Everybody's grown different types of cannabis strains. We're more looking towards the hemp um, extraction and finding out what types of CBD yeah. we could get out of hemp or feminized hemp. Uh, seeds so I mean there's so many different options and yes you're right this is not a cure-all this is not a miracle drug this is something that is now being investigated more people are putting their time effort and money behind it we have a gentleman that's going to be joining us soon that's put a lot of time and effort in into this and big pharma has its place uh, a thousand percent. I mean, there's a lot of things that they create um, that, uh, you know, whether it's cures, whether yeah. it's certain things, it's not, you know, you know, let's bury pharma. But the fact is that they're trying to bury hemp and cannabis all over again. That's my problem. Yeah. You know, let it be an open market. Let them, the people that succeed are the most talented and the ones that really drive hard for the right vision and and for the right uh, results and mm -hmm. instead of cornering the market and not allowing others to be part of it. You know, which is, yeah. that would be the sad part. 
And I'm, I'm not a constitutional law expert or a constitutional law attorney, but it really comes down to really looking at the balance of powers now. So when you have these, you know, executive branch um, uh, attorney generals uh, acting and, and making these declarations, um, there's going to be some scrutiny of what are they allowed to do, um, especially with regard to this issue. Can they declare something illegal that um, the federal government has um, de declared legal or specified, you know, stocks and stems? Um, can they just say, oh, despite what the federal government has determined, it's, it's illegal for this particular state. So um, there is going to be more scrutiny, more dialogue around the balance of power. How um, are these executive agencies overreaching, including, you know, again, attorney generals for states um, at a federal level, the, the DEA, there's already been that discussion uh, after the December uh, letter for, uh, from the DEA about CBD, which they had to um, revise and indicate, oh, we're just creating categories. We weren't really saying anything about the legality of it. Um, and uh, so, so we're going to look and, and and also the FDA in that. So, and you know, the executive branch, uh, you know, what is their role? Uh, how much uh, interpretation are they allowed? Um, you know, traditionally, the judicial branch is where the interpretation is uh, is designed to to occur. Um, executive branches for enforcement of legislation, and then of course legislative branches where, where the rules are made for the most part unless they um, give that authority to um, the executive branch. So I think we're going to have more constitutional law discussions at a federal level as well as at, at a state level as these executive um, agencies start keep, continue to push the envelope as far as their authority and what they're able to do. I think Leon's asking for a break. Yeah, we got to take a break. If that's okay. I, I think he keeps just, just I guess, okay. his, all that fidgety. movement and all that fidgetiness. I'm getting a little fidgety. He's driving me crazy. Well, we have it. We also have a guest coming up. We have to. We have you know, to reset. Well, we are. We are today? in for yes. an, an interesting yeah. yes. 2000. Right, I just wanted to just double check. Sorry. That. We are in, in for an interesting 2018 um, when you, when you look at that balance of powers piece. So sorry. I'm ready to go. Let's go. What are we going to do? <laughs> and by the way, if you have a question about cannabis or CBD, you can uh, post it in the comments section on Facebook Live and we'll include it as part of Arby's Mail Sack. One Absolutely. of the most popular- Absolutely, not even that. Actually, on the drone thing that I got going on, it's like my new toy. You got a drone? There's three uh, questions there, so if- uh, You got questions for the Mail Sack on your my drone. drone? Yeah, it's a drone. I'm droning. <laughs> You're droning? I'm droning. That's for sure. I'm droning. All right, so we're gonna take drone mics. we're gonna take a break. You are currently tuned to Cannabis Life Radio, brought to you by. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. 
Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone, gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little, your empire grows large Put the fake celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him, pink, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone, gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little, your empire grows large Put the fake celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him, pink, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. That's you with your drone. You have your headset. That's you with your drone. Apparently we're in your backyard. <laughs> it's we're so on. much fun, man. I, I know. I love it. It's I, like, got I, great I, I can do like five minutes anything? and it's like... Oh, oh, hot mic. Hot mic. Welcome to Cannabis Life Radio. We're on. Hot We're live. Mike. We are here. 
Welcome to Hello, Cannabis Life Radio. Caliente yes. microfono. Florida's original cannabis radio program. That's us. Well, we that have, is we, us. We have joining us in studio Charles Ackner from Saints Brand Cannabis. Very good. A very interesting, fascinating man. I've gotten to know you over the past year or so. Uh, and you're local. You're in South Florida. Yeah, so I'm back, that's also back home thing. again after 40 years. So. Oh, oh, really? Excellent. Yeah, I went to high school here. I see. Welcome back, and it's good to have you in studio. Uh, Charles is a, a, an activist, and he's very prominent on our Facebook groups and our activist uh, uh, events as well. And he has a patent. Was that the first I have a number patent? Of patents. A number, number of cannabis patents and other from Let's talk about industry. that. What are you doing there? He's, uh, he's going to take some CBD oil. Oh, right. yeah. No free samples, huh? No. Later. Yeah, so I'm trying to fit there's in. Ab- <laughs> there's absolutely well, yeah, one zero, thing we do on our show is zero, we all zero percent are proponents THC of CBD. There's no THC you, in you that. Don't mind it's a hemp derived. Absolutely, okay. it doesn't matter. Yeah. So well, we're about to talk to Charles Ackner about his uh, patents, yeah. and um, you know there was a time maybe about like in the earlier in the, this year, people say, "Oh, you can't get a patent on a can- anything cannabis that because of the federal." Um, uh, posture with regards to cannabis, you can't get a patent, but you've proven that wrong. No, no, no uh, correct. That's not true. That, uh, yeah. You know, there, are th- there. Are th- I'm a patent paralegal from uh, practice. I worked for a corporation for 18 years in the medical device industry, so uh, I've been in the trenches quite a bit as far as patents are concerned. Uh, it's kind of a funny thing in the law right now. You can't trademark something directly associated with something illegal: cannabis, cocaine, whatever is on Schedule 1 right now, uh, but patents you can't, because all a patent is is just an exclusive right for someone to practice an invention and prevent everybody else from using it. Mm-hmm. So as you guys were uh, discussing earlier, FDA, a patent doesn't have anything to do with the FDA. The FDA could care less about the patents. Uh, a lot of times companies would care less about the patents unless they start infringing yours than right. other issues. So well, I, see, I see that coming along one with, thing with on big the FDA, farmers, the patent wars. They're coming. Yeah, They're the coming. patent wars are definitely coming. And I think in an FDA filing such as GW Pharmaceuticals, uh, I believe there are about 27 terms or so that they've, uh, they're positioning to patent. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're – so, so it does have a little bit to do with the safety. FDA. So. I agree. You have yes. to list them with them. Uh, but, you know, GW Pharmaceutical or any company, you can go forward without a patent. You don't have to have a patent oh, manufacturer course. go forward. But then there's nothing preventing your competition from taking your R&D work, yep. repackaging it, possibly improving it, putting it out there, and then patenting in front of you. Right. Right. So there's a whole chess game that's always going on with patents. Exactly. All, it's never going to end. Constitutional right, just like any other constitutional mm-hmm. right, that authors and inventors have a certain amount of time to claim their creations. Right. Right, so, profit from so what? So what have you gotten patented in the cannabis uh, space? I'm in, I'm in two spaces with cannabis. One is an improved cultivation method. Uh, there was a very nice gentleman. His name was Clarence, Clarence Nelson back in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was part of the Hemp for Victory uh, campaign during World War II. And he was out of the, uh, I guess, the University of Missouri now. Then it was Missouri College. And he was looking how to improve growing hemp because we needed all the resources for the for a global war at that time. Uh, so what he did was he put hemp 
in four different temperature differentials mm-hmm. from the shoot to the root mm-hmm. and trying to find out which ones grow better, which ones don't grow better. And so the real quick part of that, the gist of it is that if you keep the top shoot of a cannabis plant cold, when I say cold, I mean 40, 45 degrees, right. while you're keeping the roots warm, 70, 75 degrees. Okay. That the stem will thick because it's robusting. It thinks it's in the winter. Right. It thinks it's colder. So it's but bulking up. But the roots up. are keeping it alive and warm. Right. Right. So the stem thickens up. Right. You get more nodes. You get shorter internodal length. Mm-hmm. And the plant grows better than even if you had 75-75 temperature. Closer. Okay. 75-75. Front, you got to speak into the front of it. It's not like right, right here. Down. There you go. There we go. Yeah, better. Much better. All right, forgive me. Uh, so that's the gist of that. It's shoot through temperature differentials. So if you time it right and do it correctly, I've doubled my bud yield. This was in California when I was doing it. So don't email me. I'm in Florida now. This was in California a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would double my bud yield with just a little bit of cold air. Right. So I I, I stumbled upon this in the shower. That's, I had a and growing this, chamber in a shower a, I converted to do this. You took um, some uh, an approach that was used uh, in the times of Hemp for Victory, 1942-ish, um, and for the hemp space, and you, you, you applied it to the marijuana space. I did, correct. Okay, and then right. you doubled your yield as far as the bud as a result of it. Right. What Nelson did is he put those in those temperature states. He never brought them to flora because mm-hmm. he was looking for hemp and just said, this is what I've observed. And then everything just disappeared. The war was over. Right. Nobody wanted hemp anymore because it was going to affect oil and the industry and all right. the other fun stuff. Right. And so it just kind of disappeared and stopped. Interesting. Uh, so I stumbled upon it when I was growing my own plants medicinally in California. Uh, I got the root rot. Right. For the cultivators, they know what that is. Your roots turn brown, they get bacteria right. pathogens. And so we had a couple of cold nights where my buckets got cold. My shoot was staying warm, and then within a few days, I saw my bugs are gone. So I said, okay, what's going on here? You know, I'm thinking, hey, what's going on here? So I found Nelson online, started playing, and then as you move these temperature changes during certain periods of vegetative and flora growth, you can make the plant go wild. It, it physically changes how the plant grows. Right. So, so that was the main big one. Okay, so how does that translate to a pat- patent and... What are people permitted to do without violating your patent at that point? They're not point? permitted to do anything. I got claim to my patents. But what is, like I said, a patent is an exclusive right. So if somebody's using shoot-to-root temperature differentials to change or improve their cannabis plants, uh, they infringe my patent. Uh-oh. Okay. The first one. All right. I just How would you know, exactly. though? How would you be well, able to tell? You can't. You know, every, every you know, personal grower, it's very difficult. I'm not going to be in people's houses saying, right. okay, are you using my patent? No, not at all. Uh, but if you have a large corporation who's right. doing it, right, and they're making millions, millions of, of dollars, dollars of profit, then you got to claim. Then I got to say, hey, that's my patent right. here. You know, either license it, which I'll rent it to you, right, because I want it to go forward. I mm-hmm. want it to work. Uh, and if you don't, you're willfully infringing. Then I'm going to have to get my lawyer. <laughs> I have a I have a patent attorney. Have yep. my patent attorney come and visit you. Yep. And pull you into federal court. Have you right. had to do that no, today? No, so early, and people right now that I'm thinking that it works. To be honest with you, it's one of the breakthroughs. Ah, that'll never work. Right. See you in a couple of years. We'll oh, see what's well, going on. maybe right. after this show, there are a lot of people who <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully. at license holders actually right. watch the show. So. so that's the growing path. So I have another one. Yes. Which is uh, sedation, using cannabinoids as medical sedation. That's the one that I've seen. 
That's when you like. That's when you see. That's when I seen, and I, I, I have questions. Oh, I got. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Well, no, I want to hear you well, describe the thing it to is the this audience. Is, uh, you know, through some research and then some uh, personal uh, experiences that I've had, and then some experimentation that I did. Uh, scientifically, there are no cannabinoid receptors in the brainstem, neither CB1 or CB2. That's okay. why cannabis is so safe. We yes. touched on that earlier. Right. It's not like the opiates. It's not like anything else. Right. Right. It uses different pathways, but it never suppresses the breathing. Right. Right. Everything, alcohol, even caffeine. Right. If you go too far with it, will suppress the breathing. Right. But there are no cannabinoid receptors in the brainstem. Lo and behold, why is that? Right. Who would think of something like that? That's God's design. There you go. So <laughs> I was fishing for it. I was looking right. for it. So, uh, so after, you know, in the California market, you know, it's not really regulated that well. And this was, geez, this was back in 2011 or so. Uh, I had some edibles I was using for arthritis in my spine. And it was 200 milligrams. Right? Okay. And 50, 50 milligrams each chopped up. Well, I'm a big boy. I've been using cannabis for a number of years. I popped the whole thing. Like 200 milligrams. Right. right. So I'm on the couch, and that's exactly where I stayed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and my son at that time comes up, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What's going on with you? I'm fine, perfectly fine. So that pushes, okay, that is so relaxing to do that. And I know cannabis is very safe. What if I pushed it further? So 200, 500 milligrams, 1,000 milligrams orally, 1,500 milligrams of cannabis orally. 5,000 milligrams of cannabis all at once, orally. Wow. What happened? I was there on the couch. <laughs> I wasn't going anywhere. It, so you it, experimented it, it, on yourself. There was an experiment, and then it even went further. After that, uh, then I started looking at it, working with a pharmacist. Uh, she's now passed away. Uh, I was able to get synthetic, synthetic cannabis, Marinol, but it was a generic brand. And with this pharmacist, I started experimenting with injecting. Oh pharmaceutical goodness. cannabis synthetic wow. right? on Ph yourself on myself because I know their regulations you can't sit here and say even though you're willing your consent you can't run and inject somebody right you right. have to be a licensed physician but I can to myself within right. the law so I did that uh, I'm trying to think what it was if it was one milligram and this was in the, the, the uh, femoral artery one milligram five milligrams 25 milligrams uh, and then there was a hard shot, that was a few months later, it was 1,000 milligrams of synthetic THC. Okay. And within, I would say, anywhere from five to 10 seconds. Right. You know, it's almost like uh, Metallica and Enter Sandman. Right. Right. Couple of spins in one direction, you know, the audio sensitivity was there, right? Your depth perception goes, everything becomes flat, right? Or it becomes very far, and then you go down a black hole so deep Right, it's like the dude on, uh, on uh, the Big Lebowski, right. when they're drugging him. Uh, so down that black hole, and that's anywhere from four to six hours. Hmm. Right? So it was almost instantaneous. So that's what I'm looking at, it. and, the, and the, the trademark I coined is non-lethal weaponized cannabis. Yeah. So that's what I'm working on with that. Talk about the FDA, what that's going to entail, that the right, FDA is going course. to that to do. Yeah. But the predicate is there. The Marinol and the other synthetic THCs are there. So if you're changing it from there, you're doing it orally to inject it, that's a fast road in the FDA. Right. And that's, you know, that's beyond me. That's what I'm looking for. Investors, a good anesthesiologist who has a vision to do something like this. 
Is that what you're looking to do is uh, for anesthesia? You bet. You bet. I've got the patent application for medical anesthesia hmm. using the operating room. Nice. That's amazing. Both, both inhaled and injected. Will it be, with that concept, uh, I guess it would be tolerance specific or so people with higher tolerance. For an anesthesiologist, wouldn't they have to know what someone's current usage of cannabis is mm -hmm. to understand the tolerance? Or are you saying that based on your experiment on yourself, um, you had a high tolerance and it affected you this way. Well, I, so. had come, I was a, a cannabis patient for a number of years, so my therapeutic THA level, THC level was right up there. Right. And it still worked. I mean, it's overwhelming the system. And then so. even though it did work for someone with a high tolerance with someone, what, I guess another step in the research would be evaluating some, someone without a tolerance who has uh, not indulged whatsoever in mm. THC and, and just making sure and validating the um the assertion of it being non-lethal right yeah. well it's the same it's the same you know there is no tolerance in the brainstem if there's no uh, cannabinoid receptors there especially cb1 receptors there is no tolerance one way or the other so it's not going to affect the breathing of right. anybody of anyone so as far as you know that's but you know that's been on primate studies that was back in uh, 72 with schaefer Schaefer oh, so there have been primate studies oh, yeah. already? Oh, yeah, at, at, at those milligrams that you were doing on yourself? Oh, no, that's nowhere near it. Yeah. No, nowhere near it. I think, I, I think the, or I've calculated and I've claimed uh, in the patents that the LD50 dose is 9.2 grams of THC per kilogram of body weight. Grams, not milligrams. Mm -hmm. So you got to, you know, you'd have to have a vial like this, right. pumping it in the person all at once, and that's just where half of the people may die. You still have another range above above that, but the effective dose is anywhere from ten. Well, now they're saying for in, intoxication, it's four nanograms Nanogram. per mm. milliliter of blood. And I'm thinking, and my calculations have been anywhere from 122 to 175 milligrams per milliliter of whole blood as being LD50. But the effective dose is down so small. The effective dose could be one puff off a cannabis cigarette or 10 cc injection somewhere. Right. And because it's injected, it's so overwhelming to the system. Yeah, absolutely. Direct. But you're going to breathe all the way through it. You don't have to worry about it. That's the problem with the opiates. They suppress breathing. Right. And you connect that with alcohol. And it's alcohol or Xanax or so yeah, much. Yeah, so many things, but not it puts you, 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 you literally die because uh, you stop breathing. Yeah, it, it, it's, it suppresses it's, it's the crazy. brain stem and it just stops. The heart keeps going because that's yeah. almost an auto, more of an autonomic autonom system, but the breathing it suppresses it. You know, tragically that happened to my niece a few months ago. Wow. That quick, that quick. Yeah. So the safety this. of cannabis, even, even injected, you know, people say, this guy, this guy must be insane. <laughs> no. he's, injecting him, he's injecting himself with THC, yes. right? And, and high, high milligrams. Well, a certain amount of high, nowhere near lethal. You know, that, that's per kilogram of body weight. You know, nine point two grams per. You couldn't get into yourself, right? And I can and see we don't somebody, recommend that now. Again, we we, we got to yes. be very. No, uh, I'm not advocating that. This is a medical medical setting. This is for the patent purposes only. Uh, an anesthesiologist in a pharmaceutical company with doctors okay. are going to have to develop this. Okay, I can see in ancient times, we'll say 5,000 years ago, 
you know, somebody's got their cannabis oil, you know, I'm going to get a thorn, I'm going to hollow that. But there was so much particulate matter, and they, they saw this in the shaving report. You start injecting uh, organics that are not filtered and done correctly, they'll clock up your lungs, and they'll give you an emboli, and you'll die. Right. And so they saw this with the primates they were doing back in 72. So they had to change how they were doing it. It's in the Schaefer Report. Good reading if you, if you can't fall asleep. So uh, do not try this at home. Do not. Do not. Okay. I had a pharmacist with me. You know, I, I was protected. There was no issues like that. And I did my research. And it was on myself. Right? And it was not a suicidal attempt. Because you can't with cannabis. No. Right. So the intent was gone. There's no mens rea. No mens rea. Right? The actus, oh, I was guilty. But no mens rea. So that's what I was doing. And and that's where education comes across. I mean, there's so many people different doing different things uh, to affect the industry. And really, uh, on a positive effect, because as you said, nobody's OD, nobody's dying. Uh, We've had a couple symptoms from, what's it called? Scrometing. Scrometing and have you have you heard of scrometing? I mean, we've no, never heard of it. Scrometing is a new uh, a new condition that's been diagnosed by doctors out west, uh, where people are turning up in the emergency room screaming and vomiting at the same simultaneously from it's some, too much. It's some ridiculous. It's, and I just found that uh, Snopes has said that that Snoop Snopes, the uh, uh, Snopes. fact check uh, website that actually facts checks uh, fake news for Facebook. Okay, they said it's one hundred percent true. Yeah. Stop it. This, is, this is synthetic. This is some K2 thing. No, no, this is from cannabis. Or there's something on that cannabis. Neem or I, I, I don't think there's something That's what I said last week. That's what I said last week. I said it's probably contaminated with mold or something. You think it's a mold or a fungus that would cause people to scrum it? I mean, mold. Listen, I can tell you. The screaming part might be the holiday season, but the other part. That's the bills coming in. No doubt. Yeah, that I, I just I'm very intrigued. So, um, and why? What made you choose Marinol? Is it because of the absence of well, CBD in, in that? In there that was there wasn't anything. Or? People were making oils. I didn't know what the purity was. You know, like I said, you never know what you're going to get unless you know the source. Uh, and they were already available. They already been tested. They were edibles. They've been used for years. Uh, it's not the same as cannabis. It's synthetic. And at least with me, it hit me harder than most cannabis. I mean, it knocked me on my tail. And so that's when I started thinking, you know, if this works fast enough and it's safe enough, you could use this as a non-lethal weapon. Right. I remember reading Remember that? that? Yeah. I mean, that gets yeah, people yeah. attention. They go, non-lethal can? What the? But, and I, and I keep going through, what are the, there's always downsides to it, you know, yes and no. Uh, but if you can get this into somebody, and yeah, I also have a patent downsides. going for a dart. It's called Canadart. You know, let's say somebody's intoxicated. Let's say somebody's intoxicated. Let's say somebody is is mentally ill and they're having an episode or something that comes along. The family can't do anything. They have to call the police. The police come. They're put in that situation where somebody is not in their right mind. We have a runner. Yeah, they have a weapon. (laughs) It depends on the officer. You know, yeah, it's not Logan's run, right? What you're going to do, right? So if I can have a dart or spray them with a gel in the face or an inhalable, that gets enough uh, cannabis into them, especially THC, where it takes their cerebrum, which is full of cannabinoid receptors, and that's the voluntary muscle movement, and they get this thing in the thigh, or they get this thing in the chest, or spray in their face, I say within 10 to 15 seconds, they're down and out, extremely compliant, and you don't have to worry about their breathing. Right. Turn them over, cuff them, 
make sure they're, you know, their neck's not cuffed, make sure they're breathing on to the next person, if it's a, you know, a terrible situation or something. But even if it's just one person, Uncle Louie is a little screwy, and I can get him with that dart and save his life, save his life, because right now, he might be getting a nine millimeter. Right. So the con, the con is, there, is another, there's yeah. potential for abuse, uh, abuse uh, by law enforcement in uh, the sedation. Well, there could be, but the abuse is non-lethal. Right, and I was going to say a pro is at right. least it's non-lethal, so that might be see, or something that's uh, a replacement of um, uh, guns. Replacement and, and, of guns, shoot, you can put shoot. it in the OC spray. It's already in the pe pepper sprays out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So by the time they're recovering from their eyes, you know, they're in the Bahamas. It's that simple, that quick. You in, know? Your, in your um, and safe. filing, are you safe. recommending that, it, that that be used in military and, and law enforcement settings only? As uh, not necessarily, because if, and, if, and, if you have a family hospitals? member in a, in a hospital, use it as a PRN, they're okay. called, you know, so it's prescribed as needed. Uh, so if, you know, if somebody in the house, you know, they have a child, uh, the, the young man who's up there uh, for having a psychotic break, he killed two people in their garage. Right. He's on trial right now. Right. right. And I guess they didn't have those uh, triggers or they didn't have those uh, warning signs there. But if he's at home and, and, and something is going on, you know. Somebody snaps. Right. You can have it some type of a jab right. stick. Just like, you know, uh, for epileptic shock. Mm-hmm. And things like that, mm -hmm. you know, you jab them in the thigh, you know, they're, they're ticked off, it's going to hurt. But they're going to be <laughs> down in 10 or 15 seconds, and then you get them the medical help they need. Right. Oh. So, Definitely. So a lot of things be worked out. A lot of things be worked out, but it works. It's already been tested. It works. Now, the acceptance in the FDA, like you said, you just can't go around injecting anybody you want. Right. You know, it's, it's not picturing exactly. that, that, that might yeah. happen quite often. Yeah. And I'm picturing. Depends on the household. The yeah. Yeah. great risk and things like that. I'm so. picturing like <laughs> lifetime movie plot. You know, <laughs> well, we're where gonna, we, a woman <laughs> takes some THC in a needle and gets the other well, woman so she can steal her husband. Oh, uh, that would be great. That would be great. And fiction to be written on this. My, my dad likes the one commercial where the guy's looking at the razor blades in the store, and he comes up behind him with the blow yeah, dart. Blow dart. Stack. He goes, hey, that's Canada. They're, my dad, he's 84 years old. They're infringing. That's your Canada. <laughs> I go, no, dad, they've been blow pipes around for a long time. It's probably Curari. It's probably Curari. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be okay. Well, well we uh, got to take a break here. Yeah. Leon, take us out for a minute. All right, we are going to break. You are currently tuned to Cannabis Life Radio, brought to you by... Green, Green Rose, Rose World. World. World, World, World. Welcome to Florida's only cannabis radio program. Welcome to Cannabis Life Radio. recognized as one of the world's leading suppliers of CBD products and Cannabis Life Radio is giving away Green Road CBD products every week. 
to join. Just tune in at our Facebook Live broadcast every Saturday morning at 10 and follow the instructions on air and in the comment section. Cannabis Life Radio is teaming up with Green Roads World to give you free CBD. Good luck from Cannabis Life Radio and Green Roads World. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. Cannabis concentrates have been around for hundreds of centuries. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. This is the radio show people talk about all week long. This is Cannabis Life Radio. Cannabis Life Radio is on the air. This is Florida's original, 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 original cannabis original. radio program. And uh, we have a guest here. We do yes, have we a guest. We have Charles Ackner. He's a friend. Ooh. He's a fellow activist, uh, very involved in the industry, and, and has more at least two cannabis-related patents. Mm-hmm. Uh, we spoke earlier about the first one, which is a, a specific growing technique and that he is um, uh, revised from uh, observations in the 40s in the hemp industry, applied it to the marijuana industry, and he's seen an improvement in yields. And then the second one is a um, cannabis sedation uh, formulation. Uh, formulation. Right. So uh, very interesting stuff. See what, um, your see what comes of it, yeah. See what comes of it. Yeah, let's see what, what comes of it. You know, I have my concerns, and I'm always worried about abuse of power, but I see the benefits. One, especially in a, a hospital Abuse of power? Yeah. I've never heard that before. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, I'm always, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, you know me and you were like, oh, oh we're, we're right there. Conspiracy, <laughs> all kinds of crazy stuff. 
<laughs> so that, that's, right. that's those are my concerns also. You know, I, I'm going to bring up the date rape thing, but uh, with those Ooh, high, high, high we concentrations. Right. But um, again, there's so many benefits that can come that's, from that's it. That's the thing is the I, safety. Yeah. The and benefits I, and the safety. You know, I'm an activist with, with regard to police brutality and, and moving to a community policing approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think there, I would love to see, uh, instead of guns with law enforcement, some type of that's gonna sedation be approach. So yeah. that's, that, that, we got people would live. They, we they go down. We have 140. They down, but they back up. But they'll be back <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, we have 140 million they, they guns. Judge, I think that's yeah. going to be a little bit. That's going to be a little rough. I think we need to be able to implement something that is safer for the community, thousand percent. But uh, forever, for us to think that police officers um, are going to relinquish their weapons is well. Let's let's no. cha- let's get rid of the batons because they're clearly not using the batons. Oh, they don't so- use that baton. They pull that pull <laughs> stick. Boy, that pull stick. That's that's whoever rented that. Ooh, that's that's a cause of pain. I think cause this is a serious good well, I mean, before um, you know uh, using a gun to to kill. Well, somebody. that's the thing is, is the the continuum of force and lethality. You know, where do you draw the line for lethality? If someone is shooting at police officers, actively shooting at police officers, for the most part, they have no choice. Right. You know, they're going to have to return fire. Right? Absolutely. But the, Agreed. The, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, if they can get away or there's extenuating circumstances, but, you know, you have to be the person on the scene, uh, make that decision, and then take the responsibility of the consequences yes. of that decision. Now, uh, let's say there's somebody who, who's not in their right mind. Uh, they've, you know, taken a child or something they held up in a house. Right. They're not firing, they're not doing anything, but we have to get that person separated from these children. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. Well, you're not going to lob lethal weaponry into the house and hope everything works out okay. Right. right. Now, there's that tear gas, there's other well. things. It usually doesn't end well. Yeah. Right? But if you can lob in a canister, two ends, trademarked, into that house, and anywhere from a minute to two minutes later, everyone is unconscious but safe. Hmm. Then you can go in and do what you need to do. Definitely, but they, that's the problem, though. They they have, they have the resources. These, they have these type of resources already. Well, they do for the, you know to a certain amount, but it's mostly harassing agents. You know, they, they hmm. don't put anything in there. And there's there are international treaties for chemical warfare, different things like that. They're not lobbying in mustard gas. They're not lobbying right. chlorine, right? Hmm. So there's very few agents they can put in there, except the harassing agent. Right, right, like and that's that just going to tick the person off more who's got the gun, Agitate and you got bad situation, right? Yeah. But if you can get a clear, odorless, non-seeing gas, cannabis, THC, into that house, into the air conditioning system, or something quickly, if you get the concentration high enough, they will be asleep. They won't know where they are. Everyone, including if there's any victims, and they can be coming and helped, hmm. right? So yeah, you have to I, I, the potential I, I, is there, though. There's a lot of potential to it. I think there's plenty. I think there's going to be a lot of potential coming from the plant, absolutely, in in many different formats, from uh, whether it's paper, whether it's bedding for animals, sure. whether it's pellets, food. Um, we were speaking earlier about we are what we eat. So, right, right. so that's that's a big thing of how we feeding our endocannabinoid, uh, you know, uh, system. Right. So, w- I think we're many years away to find out what kind of damage they did in the 1930s and the 1940s when they made it completely illegal. Right. 
Uh, We're going to find out if we're blessed to be here, to be able to see another life term, another another generation, Mm -hmm. and see if we're able to provide this to, to animals, feed off those animals, because everybody's, you know, not everybody's watched What the Health. And uh, whoever has, I'm pretty I sure is not eating anymore like meat. So, <laughs> so, so I, 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 I would, I would love to see what, you know, what's, what's going to happen. Yeah, what's you know, how how is it going to, how is it going to evolve? Is it going to help? Uh, we're going to see a drop in Alzheimer's and Alzheimer's in Parkinson's and spasms, cancer. I was just showing a video of a friend of mine, Bridget, um, God rest her soul. She passed away on Wednesday of cancer, 47 years old. Lord have mercy. You know, so so we talk about that all, all the time on this show where, you know, we were younger. You would see one, two people die of that. Right. Today, it's everywhere. Yeah. You know, 40, 50-year-olds, early teens, leukemia, uh, autism, everything is, like, out there. I don't know if it's because it's the population, what, you know, what's going on where it's, like, in our face every day. Right. Every day. Well, and I think that's where people are making progress, too, homeopathic doctors and, and, and ODs and osteopaths. Are looking at that, you know, more better prevention than cure, you know. And so, if there was cannabinoids in our food chain again, you know, and you did have your can of Wheaties, and you had those in the morning, and maybe that guy wouldn't be held up in his house with that child, where we had yep. to use cannabis to get him out of there because he's leveled out, and, right. and everybody's doing well. You know? Yeah, it's, it's and then, so. And then important. there's cannabinoids with antipsychotic medications. Yeah, that's for me. That's the big promise that's coming. Yeah, you know. And that's going to be small to mid-sized pharma who has a heart for that to mm-hmm. cure these mental illnesses Absolutely. with cannabis, right? Yeah. And then you don't need the can of dart. No. Because no. the guy's doing okay. I mean, they're, they're starting to use it for psychosis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what they're starting to realize is it actually defends uh, your receptors in your brain, um, and it protects you versus tra- that trauma that once a person has trauma – they carry it for the rest of their life. So if we could help stop that trauma, that person could be uh, better in life, um, maybe have a successful career. Because right. a lot of people that go through these type of traumas, you know, end up, you know, drinking a bottle. Well, it's generational too. You know, generational absolutely. trauma, and hereditary. You know, and, so and self-medicating. You know, like I know you guys preach that here. Thank God you preach that here. You know, the, the cannabis is not a gateway drug. It's right. an no, exit it's, drug. And, and, the, and the worst gateway drug, gateway drug is the most legal alcohol. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's where everybody yeah. starts, you know. And everybody so, does you know, drugs when they're on alcohol. Well, right. That's what it is. You know, that's what it is because it's so easy. That's to, why I don't drink. So they threw cannabis in with <laughs> right. the killers, Except like the opiates, you know. And it's just, <laughs> but it's coming. And it, yeah. Like you said, it's, it's grassroots and it's coming and... And I know, I know there's a lot of um, d- discussion around uh, cannabis with the chemotherapy as well to balance right. off the chemotherapy. So, well, And yeah. that's what I'm looking so, for, that magic uh, lethality of THC. 
If we know where THC is lethal, everything below that is therapeutic. Right. So yeah. if you can bring somebody who has late-stage cancer, bring them up close to that lethal level. If it exists, we don't. It may not. It may not it exist. Matter. But it's lethal to the cancer. Right. In vivo, in the person, they've already done that. Right. So if you know if you have to excuse me hit the mic if you have to go to a cancer therapy okay I'm going to be under heavy THC for about a week and a half I'm not going to know where I'm at but the cancer's gone right. because it's so high and so pure right you might not be able to do it with the plant you couldn't yeah. distill it enough to do it with the plant you know ancient man couldn't do that like I was saying before ancient humanity couldn't do that because they emboli themselves they don't know how to inject things that's 1700s 1800s. Mm -hmm. Well, so those for looking at that coming. and even yeah. even I mean this is a whole di different and brand new conversation as far as um, medicinal benefits of cannabis. Mm -hmm. um, uh, during the break, uh, we we talked briefly about the patent wars that are coming. Oh yeah, I think so. In the industry, it's just naturally the next phase in a growing you know an, an industry in the infancy. A lot of ideas spark at the same times. Different parts of the world, different right. parts of the country. It's just evolutionary. So what are, what are you anticipating? Well, I, on, on LinkedIn, I got a little thing, you know, this is business, this is war. And uh, the company I used to work for, we came out of medical device. It was endo endoscopy. And uh, that was a war there itself among, you know, many large corporations. You know, Stryker is another one, large corporations we went to war with as far as patents. Uh, but because cannabis space is so new, and they are starting to grant patents, like you said, mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's a spike, there's a rise to that. Now, some people, uh, you know, they're anti-patent. No, give it to mankind, let, you know, let everybody have it. But the, the fallacy of that is, is that anybody who's at a company, they, by contract, have to have max amount of profit for their shareholders. That means yeah. they have to exploit anything and everything right. they can to do it. Yeah. So and unless you patent it, they're going to produce it. No, you have to. There's, a, there's yeah. no way. There's no right. way around that. And that's what's that. there for that protection. So, uh, you know, I, I see the, the big seven now, big eight in Florida and other companies. You know, you mentioned GW Pharmaceutical, uh, that they're doing a lot of extraction. They're making oils. There's a lot of novel uh, ways to do this. Patents being filed. Matter of fact, I worked on a patent for a gentleman up in uh, Staten Island, New York, who has a very unique extraction distilling method. Uh, no solvents, very pure. He's playing with his terpene profiles and things. Uh, he's looking at curing diseases. Right. You know, Lyme disease, different things, epilepsy, a lot of things going on there. Uh, so those things are coming, and they're right. going to be patented. But right. my biggest thing with the Big Seven of Florida is, is their growing methods or their extraction methods. They might not be aware of the patents that are out there. Uh, agreed. Right? And because, again, it ties into the looking. fact that, well, no, it's because of the federal restriction, because right. of how we stand federally. There, Every state is looked at as an individual, not sovereign, but every, every state is doing things their own way. So there isn't that cross-pollination of even knowing what's happening somewhere else. You right. hire some highfalutin consultant from somewhere, you just trust in what they're telling you as far as their ability to do this and their authority to, to give you this knowledge, right. and then you never, never check it. Right. Because you're a novice, so yeah. but I well, this I, think, I think we're going to have to. Thank you so yep. much. We're, I don't mean to wrap up, but I think we're going to have to take that on to another uh, day on Sea uh, Life Radio and and talk yeah. about patents because it's very important to be able to trademark what 
somebody's been working on two, three, four, five years, um, whether it's a growing method or extraction method. Well, so let's do that. Let me give you, let me give you one example. Vaporizers, all the e-cigarettes. I did a big uh, patent search for a client on that. And what's coming with that is tobacco. Right? Oh, the R.J. Reynolds is all over it. own mostly all those e-cigarettes. Yep. So if these companies are going to start offering something, you know, whomever the t tobacco company is going to see, hey, they're infringing our patent. Yeah. And just filing of the lawsuit, not even having to win it, is destructive to that company. Absolutely. So, well, we'll get, we'll get to that on our next show on Sea Life Radio. We had uh, one of our guests uh, for the 1130 hour. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll have the new guest on. Yay! Yay! And you are currently tuned to Cannabis Life Radio, brought to you by Green Roads World. Green Roads World is recognized as one of the world's leading suppliers of CBD products and Cannabis Life Radio is giving away Green Roads CBD products every week. To join, just tune in on our Facebook Live broadcast every Saturday morning at 10 and follow the instructions on air and in the comment section. Cannabis Life Radio is teaming up with Green Roads World to give you free CBD. Good luck from Cannabis Life Radio and Green Roads World. Cannabis Life Radio. Cannabis Life Radio is on the air. I am Leon Hamilton along with Arby Barroso, Cheryl Murray Powell, and a very special guest. One of my favorite people on the planet. Wow. Robert Robert Roundtree. Roundtree. Like, wow. You, you bumped me. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, yes. I already did. Ahead, hey, Robert Roundtree. Yes. Oh, Mr. Robert Roundtree. Yes. We had, right. We're actually on the radio. We had uh, the podcast. I heard it. It's doing a great job. Yeah. Thank great, you. Great, great job uh, getting out there. We're actually talking about getting these uh, collectives, as you mentioned, which I think was a perfect name of getting people together and really spreading the word and, and really putting everybody's efforts into one. Um, we've, mm -hmm. we've talked about, and I don't mean to go straight into this, but no, you know, I, we I only have half an hour and, and having you here at the table is a blessing and thank you for being here and, and really you know, taking the drive uh, to get down here and sit down with us. It's, it's really cool and important uh, because you have been one of the people that have been pounding the pavement. That's right. Yeah. Literally pounding the pavement. Like pounding the pavement. He faces Pigman instead of dealing with him online. <laughs> like me. He goes and, and messes with him face to face. That, that was an interesting uh, chain of events last yeah. year. Yeah. Or earlier this year. One right yeah. after another. As yeah. soon as he was on our show, or we talked about him on our show, and then he started with the fight with me and started with the fight with you, and two hours later he's... Poof. <laughs> <laughs> like literally like poof. Literally like, boom. poof. And... And I wanted to say thank you. I'm honored to be down here with y'all. This, oh, this thanks, is a buddy. great honor. Um, but you know what else went poof, which kind of angered me, Arby, is uh, apparently his record. The whole thing. Really? It's not poof. clean. No, his, his record. His DUI. Went. His DUI. His DUI is gone? Poof. Yeah, poof. Poof. Well, isn't that interesting? It happened really quickly, too. Just swept hmm. under well, the they've rug. Well, kept, they've kept them quiet. He's probably doing his community service, and, you know, he's probably going to one of these classes that he might have showed up once to sign in, and 
you know, for anybody else that's sitting at this table, it would uh, absolutely be detrimental to everything uh, coming from somebody who had a DWI. Yeah, um, me too. From, uh, you know, uh, being pulled over and having all my medications and my prescriptions all in one bottle uh, in 2010. And I was pulled over by plantation police, which actually today, uh, we, we spoke about it last week, Stephen Bowser, Bowser was one of the arresting officers uh, and now is buying our CBD and actually has a uh, CrossFit off of 595. Uh, I took a picture with him. It was kind of pretty cool. So the, so uh, the guy that arrested you for DUI is actually selling your product, CBD products? Yes, sir. Incredible. It's right. how, how crazy is that? That's the way so, of the world, my friend. So to, for have some, to have somebody like that politically connected, and that's the problem, yeah. I think, with our mm -hmm. society is, you know, they always think what's best for us. Uh, they always want to tell us what we should and we shouldn't do. And as human beings, we all have a soul. We all have an understanding of what's right, what's wrong, what can we do, what shouldn't we do. And I could drink. You know, like I, I don't drink much at all, and when I do, I, I you know, I, I get very tipsy very fast uh, for our Christmas party. I got very tipsy very fast. You handle your and own. I typically, <laughs> and I typically end up happening where I don't really eat beforehand, so oh. it's not a good thing. So it was Uber from the second I got there, and then we were Ubering home, and it was right down the street from our house. But for having somebody with uh, first, it's a doctor. Uh, mm -hmm. Second was sitting on the committee on and, and cannabis. Um, he, and he was the chairman he, at the time of the medical committee. It, exactly. So and then all and then really making fun of people over their decisions to choose something that comes from the earth um, and uh, makes people feel good uh, at the same time. At the same time, helps medically with pain, mm -hmm. with sleeping. Um, with any of these things and to compare it to alcohol and him choosing alcohol over cannabis um, to this day with everything across um, whether it's hemp derived whether it's CBD whether it's anything that has to do with the plant itself is is really amazing to me um, and then now his you know like you said poof poof goes his record yeah <clears throat> it sure did it went poof, uh, but this is one of the reasons we need these collectives to form and start having a stronger voice, which you and I were talking about on the podcast. Uh, the more we need to get people more involved, get them a message, and I think what happened was the news cycle on him died down, so it was swept under the rug. Oh, yeah. If we w could have kept the momentum going and really let the leadership in Tallahassee know, and, you know, locally, that that stuff's just not okay. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not saying he's like a horrible person for getting a DUI. Right. You know, I've had a DUI, yeah. but but it's when you're arguing with people back and forth Online. on social media yeah. and calling them idiots, idiots and mocking them. I remember one question was, how much does Big Pharma pay you? Right. And he said, not enough. Not enough. Not enough. Unbelievable. That's the things he was saying. Crazy. And then hours later, he gets arrested for DUI. This, your representatives, folks. Yeah. Um, there were some other rumors. I, I heard that he had CBD in the car. Really? really? Yeah, like about, I wonder, maybe it was Green Roads. I mean, no. I'm not saying it was, but that's who I would have chosen. <laughs> I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't be clapping over that one, no. you know, but, no. you know, Thanks if he had it in there. 
But uh, but uh, talk if about he's what listening, you do. He should switch this C- alcohol for the CBD. It'll be, definitely, it'll be a lot I, it better. would be it would be great if he actually took that challenge. Uh, I think I know a lot of people, including people sitting at this table, that called them out and tried to have a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, I think if he had um, any sense, I think people should anybody that's representing a committee that has to do with uh, hemp or cannabis or any of that, I think should first go and see a family that's dealing with the fact that they might have to leave a state that they're in to go to a rec or a medical state. Um, I think that they should be forced to spend three days with that family to see what that family goes through with their children, whether it's seizures or cancer or uh, something, somebody that's dis- as dyslexic um, that starts choo- that starts to choose to use cannabis as something to help them eat, um, which is a big thing that a lot of people don't talk about, um, and a lot of people pass away and die due to having that type of disease. Um, what on that case? What what is it that you do on a daily basis? Like where where do you you know concentrate most of your efforts? I know we spoke about you know doing a collective. I know you do a, a podcast. Mm-hmm. I know you're extremely involved with uh, True Leaf um, and Jose Belen. Which shout out again, Jose Belen. Yeah, Mission um, Zero, Mission Great Zero, org. amazing org. organization. You know what is it? What's the daily uh, Robert Roundtree grind? Okay, so. I- I get up. It'll usually take me about an hour or so to get going. I'm okay. not a morning person. So you're one of those old cars that you just got to just spin that. Yeah, you know, might have to like push me down the hill, pop the clutch. <laughs> like the clutch would be my coffee. I like what, it really. Once stiff. you get going. Once I get going, though, I usually will check out the news cycle of the day and okay. see if there's any news because the mainstream outlets will usually put it out. You know, mm-hmm. first thing in the morning before I'm up. And if there's anything of interest, I'll check into that. Um, my biggest thing that I do, though, is respond to patients. They message me on Facebook, um, my phone. You know, I'm pretty, I'm fairly available. I mean, my phone number is all over the place. Um, and and really patients- interact with patients and help them. So you mentioned I get, you know, I do a lot of support for TrueLeave, so somehow I've become like the de facto non-official representative uh, to patients. That's so pretty I, cool. I, yeah, it's awesome. So they'll ask me how to use the True Clear, you know, so I'd share recipes. That's awesome. I, I'm primarily patient-focused and trying to help people out, really. And Are, then from you're that... You're the educator on that side for, for, yeah, for but it, it's doctors not, that don't know, but they recommend it to you. Uh, you know, uh, for for prescription, uh, for recommendation, and they come to you because you're you're educated and you have many years of of experience. Yeah, and they and they know that I have a pretty extensive network of you know, like you said, doctors, uh, dispensaries. I'm I'm not just friendly with True Leave, despite what everyone says. Um, so. I mean, I, and, and again, I mean, throughout the, no, no, it I doesn't really saying, even matter. No, no, I know. As I know. long as you're putting your time and yeah, effort right. into the but patient. It, it doesn't really matter. The mm-hmm. more you're associated with, the better. Oh, absolutely. Because somebody and with the your more, type of talent the, is, is The more is change awesome. you can have because 
not one any entity or anything can help everyone. Exactly. So that's why collectives networks are good. So I, I use my network to try and you know get people medicine if they need it, figure out uh, recipes. I mean, runs a gamut, and none of that's like what I do for a living. You know, that's right, that's right. just what I do to to help people out. That's that's so cool. So with like, your, your podcast. Um, you just kind of had a resurgence in, with your podcast, mm -hmm. doing regular interviews. Uh, what made you go back to the broadcasting side of your activism? Um, well, just uh, circumstances dictated why I couldn't do it until now. I just didn't have a place set up. My microphone got stolen. A whole bunch of excuses not right. to do it. How <laughs> but, did it feel to be back? But the real reason is, oh, it's great. The real reason is sessions cranking up and we got to apply yeah, some heat absolutely. to these politicians. So during the, the lull of, you know, not having a political session, I focus most of my efforts like on direct help and direct, direct support. Yeah. Contact. yeah, you know, organizing other support for people, um, the Smart Collective, they're great. I would oh, love, love to plug them. It, every time they're there to help. Um, if, if I call on them, like, you know, and I know you, and veterans, they, they love supporting veterans. Um, you, Smart Collective Mission Zero, uh, did some hurricane relief activities we did, as well. And, and it was supported by a whole bunch of other people. Um, Truly Revive Magazine. Mm -hmm. We uh, Truly donated the fuel. Revive had this awesome um, barbecue where we just went down and gave away a bunch of food. And that's, that's in awesome. That, no, no, that was, was in, um, West, it was in North, it's called like North Naples, but basically okay. Naples, Naples, Fort was Myers. Naples hit hard, yeah. Yeah, it was hit hard. It was, um, it was pretty devastating on that trip. So that's like the day, that's like a day in my life, you know, it might be traveling and around the state. Constant, and just constant grind. Yeah, and then networking and politicking, you know, calling I'm, politicians, um, I don't always call them like like we call Pigman out, although that was, that was fun. <laughs> Pretty fun. That yeah, was. I, fun I don't for recommend a while, that being sure. being your way to get the, the foot in the door. Yeah, I agree. And I would like to be the one to say that, since I'm a Absolutely. little uh, controversial at times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, that's why we evolved. love you. I think you've evolved over. I've watched you over the uh, the past, uh, I would say, seven months, kind of evolving uh, with more of a focus on. Um, uh, objective, uh, being an objective journalist mm -hmm. and uh, giving a balanced uh, view of, of these types of situations. And I think that's when you're going to see a lot of support from mainstream media to continue these stories that need to be continued, like you mentioned with um, Representative Pigman. You know, when we're enjoying mm -hmm. too much the fall, well, we kind of lose sight of, yeah. you know, the big picture and what we're trying to do and, and who we need to engage with. If, uh, you know, again, a, you know, mainstream media st station, if they see a story and we're like just enjoying someone's fall, they're not going to pick that up. But if it's straight objective journalism, they're going to pick it up and then we can carry the story and mm -hmm. it'll be you guys were the ones who broke the news. And I see a lot more of that activity from you. Extremely proud of you um, and, and your Thank efforts you. in that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I, and then that would be like the final component of what I do is write my own stories, um, both promotional pieces for brands that I like, um, mm -hmm. and then just a massive social media presence across Instagram, Facebook, and uh, Twitter. I mean, you you guys are doing an amazing job. I always kind of, as we spoke the other day, take a step back 
to you guys and just watch the grind that you guys have really, uh, you know, gone off to uh, and the amount of shows and, and the amount of miles that you put a on, on a van or in, in that car mm -hmm. and just getting the, the real groups together that are really trying to make that effort and mm -hmm. that push. And now that that season is starting, uh, 2018, governor races, senator races, house representative races, these, yeah, this is, this is, this the, is the fun uh, time of mm -hmm. the year, as I would say, because now, yes, besides the activism and, and us getting out there and, and really preaching about whether it's hemp-derived CBD, whether it's cannabis, whether it's full plant, whether it's flour, whether it's smokable, whatever it is, the fact is, is that right now is the perfect time that if you want to get involved and in the industry and be part of something that's bigger than just one individual person, right now is the time to speak to your representatives, become part of a group, you know, do something right now because 2018 will set precedent on what we do in Florida. And oh, it could be very bad. Uh, if people do not uh, get up and have their voices heard, or it could be amazing and everybody could step up and everybody could leave, as we said, our egos on the sideline mm -hmm. and make sure that we uh, create that group where um, anybody who, whether they're sitting home um, and uh, can make a couple phone calls to reach out to the local politicians, uh, to the regionals, to the state, Tallahassee uh, we've always said their phone rings they don't they don't have cell phones they got to hear an office phone ring um, and at the same time they got to you know respond to emails uh, right now is the time you know is there anything that you have planned I know we had spoken about getting some things done and getting them done rather quickly because right now is the time um, to really start pushing forward and having our agenda heard uh, do you think that uh, in our industry that's full of people with egos? Big egos. Uh, big egos, which is really what's gotten a lot of people where they're at, to mm -hmm. be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, so there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with having that. that remark. But uh, <laughs> you, you're kind of hiding over there. So, so as right, long as the movement is superior to Right, you know. right. So yeah. what, what you think it's a possibility to get these people and everybody together and really form uh, a collective, as, as you said, mm -hmm. or something similar to that where we could actually really reach out um, and have them hear us like they did uh, um, for the vote in 2016. But obviously that wasn't far enough. We didn't get enough done during that time because they're still arguing how we should do how should we do it you know there's no really real, true dispensaries besides true leaf um most right. of the rules aren't even out yet like edible rules aren't out the right. products are getting delayed yeah i saw something today that they said bax probably isn't even going to do the licensing until the summer wow well, i mean and we're in session so the whole thing can change anyways yeah it can just redone I heard a lot of I people mean, I heard a lot of people that are uh, waiting for uh, their cards now are getting waivers instead to to 
hold them over until they get their card? I think once they get the yeah, email confirmation. Like a temporary. Yeah. yeah. Once they get the email <laughs> confirmation, they can utilize that to get access to products. Yeah. So they can get the products without getting their actual card. Yeah. But so what's the point of actually getting the card? I don't understand. Why for the state to make database. money or, you know, the next private corporation to make money. <laughs> the, the card is actually more than a hunting and fishing and driver's license put together. Put together. Right. Crazy. For your medicine. But at least they're but giving on par so with other states <clears throat> as far as marijuana licenses. Um, well, right. that, that's hard because, like, in California, you're not required to get a card. The doctor will print you out, like, a piece of paper. But if you want to pay extra money, you can get a card. But, like, a Colorado um, or, um, um, states with cards. You know, those are I, – I don't – honestly, I don't know because when I go to a adult use state, I just – Walk by, by. Yeah, it's, so it's, and, it's, and it, it's better to get the card. And speaking I mean, of adult use, side, that's yeah. that's where we need to get to. Exactly, um, is the next step. You know, I've where are we? We were talking about Florida. that last week, and that uh, where are we as far as regulate Florida? How how many more? Uh, um, I don't know the the final like what the count is. I mean, I some like some tens of thousands. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't know how. Do you know if we're getting closer to the? We're definitely fairly. I mean. A lot closer now than we were before to the Supreme Court review. Uh, I don't. We know, have until May. I'm not like a policy hawk on that stuff, so, right. I, so I don't we'll know. Have, maybe we'll have I Karen on. We'll have Karen on. Yeah. And, okay. And we'll yeah, because I mean, her engaged on what. what but counts. trying to get people to sign up. This is something that everyone I think is starting to come around, and we're starting to see it happen with Regulate Florida, different organizations, you know. Coming up with support, you know, we've got the Sunshine Cannabis and yep. Florida Hat. True Leaf has shout the out Chris. Yeah, mm -hmm. for shout sure, out Chris for Sunshine. Sure. Um, True Leaf has the petitions in their dispensaries. I would love to see all the other MMTCs right carry the petitions as well. Do they even have stores? Um, there, yeah, Knox, Knox has a few. I think Sertera has one. Yeah. Um, I believe Cure Leaf has I one. Yeah, who's now Cure Leaf, I believe. Okay. Um, but uh, the that company from Canada, I don't think they have one. Afria. Yeah, Afria. But they're they're Liberty Health Sciences actually in Florida. Hmm. So there there. And their stock's stores. been on a decline in, for the so, last. So so what do you what do you what do you think? I mean, I, uh, so I, I would like to see people get on message, right? So like you said, egos. So a lot of us are in the industry as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. And sometimes industry needs or business needs seem to take precedent over the movement and you're saying it I mean it's all about the movement like this is it's movements all bigger all than all of us combined Absolutely. I mean it's rippling percent. down through generations this may be the way that we heal the world in a lot in a I mean, lot of many, different many, ways. Many more ways than just medicine and food. Yeah. Oh absolutely paper I mean for one ever for one acre of uh, hemp that we grow we save four point one acres of trees. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and it cleans up the land while it's doing it's, it. It's absolutely like I mean, it's here. It was the first billion dollar crop. Let's let's get over that hump. Let's mm -hmm. really push that uh, economically. I mean, we'll have you know employment opportunities. I mean, we're have you know a lot of our guys here are employed because of the business that we that we do, or they've expanded their business. Mm -hmm. um, we we need to start setting that precedent and making sure people hear it. And jobs in the cannabis industry seem to pay higher on average, from what I've seen, yep. than the the regular job in Florida, mm -hmm. Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. Um, and out west, where I've done work in Washington, you know, Colorado. 
-hmm. it, it's that normally not a minimum wage job. Um, no, you know, that, I, I, no, when we had you know, ours, there, I mean, like even like people working in the grows at the bottom level, right? I mean, even the call centers, I think, are like twelve to fifteen dollars yeah, an hour wage. in Florida. Yeah, yeah we, really we spent good. a lot of money on our wages when we had our dispensary and we had our, you know, our grow. We had, you know, our employees didn't make, you know. Uh, minimum salary and I think job wage. creation sorry to interrupt you but that's something that everyone is for right Absolutely. higher paying jobs yeah. more jobs yeah. it, it helps everything out that that's something that everyone can stay on message about a thousand so percent. everyone you know that all political bents can right. agree with that and growing at home have to have yep. home grows that's a must have to have home not grows. everyone is in support of that but home home grows I, are a benefit I would question, have they must. ever met a poor person then that needed cannabis? Right. No. Well, no, How, I, I think, well, like, I why think, would you not be in support well, of a home Well, I think it's control. It's right. People, I mean, you're talking but, about like, but people in positions but, of power. They don't people want it. People in positions okay. of power, people who... If you're in the um, movement, don't support home girls. I oh, mean, no, like, I'll movement. show you no, the door. No, yeah, <laughs> right. No, there's plenty of doors we could get. We could walk them right out. Right out. In the movement, you'll find people in favor of home probably except for people who are making money from the licensed cannabis industry. So like a But they can uh, know. I mean I mean when you go and apply for, you know, uh, a plant count in Colorado, you gotta go through your, your steps to get it to get it done. I mean there's ways You mean as a caregiver. As a caregiver. Right. I mean if that's basically but that's you're growing at home. Oh. Yeah, I you mean, still have to get a little tag and pay the tax. Like in yeah. California it's the county where you're right. at. Right. Um no, but it's not the, they're not overwhelmed by the money and the tax revenues or else we wouldn't be going through this in Florida. I think they, they like the control and they're influenced by law, law enforcement and they're influenced by the pharmaceutical industry and uh, that's why there's the resistance. Now as a license holder in a slow moving state like Florida um, where the patient count is low and not growing uh, to the, its maximum potential, you're not going to want home grow. You already have enough challenges with the doctors not wanting to recommend. You have enough challenges with, um, you know, with the, the legislative roadblocks. So you, as a license holder, the last thing you want is home grow. Right. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah. That's why that some of them, as you've called out, I appreciate that. Um, I believe it's Knox, is the, uh, Knox that doesn't want Bud. Right. It's even on their wall. How can you? But, not? but here's on their the wall thing: that's really short-sighted because who's who do, who do you think the state's going to go to to provide seeds and clones for the home grows? They're not going to tell you to buy right. them from California or Oregon seed banks. Or no. Europe. Right. You know? All right. Uh, Robert, are you familiar with Arby's Mail Sack? I don't think he's familiar with You're not familiar sack. with it? All right. There's um, very few well, people that are familiar Arby's with It's Arby's Mail sacks. Sack. It's people that uh, email or uh, comment on Facebook, and they, uh, they ask questions about cannabis, and we want you to stick around for it. Is that okay? okay? Yeah. All right. We've got to take a break. So you are currently tuned to Cannabis Life Radio, brought to you by Arby's Green Roads World.
Marine Roads World is recognized as one of the world's leading suppliers of CBD products, and Cannabis Life Radio is giving away Green Roads CBD products every week. To join, just tune in at our Facebook Live broadcast every Saturday morning at 10, and follow the instructions on air and in the comment section. Cannabis Life Radio is teaming up with Green Roads World to give you free CBD. Good luck from Cannabis Life Radio and Green Roads World. This is the radio show people talk about all week long. This is Cannabis Life Radio. My God. Hot mic. Hot mic. Welcome to (laughs) Cannabis Life Radio. This is Florida's original cannabis radio program, and it's time. It's time. Yeah, but I want some answers. For answers for what? Let's get the I want to see. First. I want to see some answers here. Like, uh, who was paying attention? Well, if two seconds. What do you mean? Where was I flying my drone? I'm just looking for the response. Oh, you're a here, drone. Man. Yeah, this, I'm, I'm a drone, drone guy. Again? Okay, yeah, because I'm going to give away. I'm going to give away like a daily dose. If, if anybody answers where I was flying my drone, I already know. Yesterday, you can't answer it. Oh, you know too. You do too. Did you see I was it? All right, so if anybody, you guys nice got five seconds. One, Who's gonna get it? two, three, four, and five. No. Plantation. Right, let's go to yours. Ready? All right. Yeah, actually, boom. There you go. I, I got a winner. All right. Uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's time for, uh, do we have music for Arby's Mail Sack? Uh, that's our email sack. All right. Uh, Santiago. Santiago. Santiago from Fort Myers. I would like to hear everyone's theory about the real reason the legislature went against the const- Constitution and eliminated the smoking of cannabis. It can't be because medicine isn't smoked. That's BS. That's a good so question. It, I'm it, not going to answer it that. Kind of You're not going to back- answer it? kind of ties back to the uh, conversation we were having about interpretation balance of power so um, the legislation of course the their role isn't to necessarily interpret the constitutional amendment but they but they did they did have the responsibility of making policy their interpretation of amendment two was that it did not allow for flour because of the language you cannot smoke outside outside. Um, we disagree with that interpretation uh, judicially, it, it is being discussed. We actually had um, what there were depositions this week, the Redner case. Um, That's correct. Um, going on this week, so stay tuned. There's going to be more on that, but it's a balance of powers constitutional. Yeah, law but what's issue. the reason? What do you think the reason? This what's money, their rationale? Yeah. Their rationale money. is because they can and because they want to restrict access and they want to control. Right. Money. They don't want. They want to act as if Amendment Two did not even happen, and they're going to. Uh, interpret it as conservatively as possible. There's a couple of other reasons, too. Money. Well, that, too. And plus, uh, a lot of the law enforcement uh, was against the smoking because it's easy. It's easier for police to arrest people when they can smell it. Absolutely. And they that's were the pre- reason that they want to keep the smoking part illegal. That keeps the greases, the, the machines greased, you know, the wheels of justice flowing. Everybody keeps getting arrested. They keep pleading to the, you know, to the lesser charge. Getting rid of the cannabis and pleading. they got to decriminalize across the board. Yeah, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, can't, it can't, it's got to be decriminalized and absolutely not scheduled. All right. Those are the only two ways it's going to make sense and really uh, expand employment, uh, education, 
research, everything. Yeah. All right. Next question. Mike from Plantation. He might have seen your drone. Plantation. Yeah. Are you ready? Uh, Arby, Cheryl, Leon. We'll do Robert, too. They even included you. Yeah. Which celebrity political figure do you want to have as a guest and why? All right. Mm. Who do you want? Oof. I mean, I... I would like political figure. I'd definitely like Bernie Sanders on because he has been a federal federal proponent and he has actually um, filed legislation for legalization. So I would right. love to have Bernie Sanders on to really speak about it because he's been consistently in support of, of cannabis to the point of filing legislation. Yeah. I would take Hannity. Hannity? Yep. Why, why would you take well, Hannity? Because I, I like to hear his... I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to tell me that we're wrong. Oh, and he would be the one to do it? He's going to try. Yeah. Or maybe he is. Or is he? I think he he's actually on board anymore. I think he's on board now. I think it's because it's a state's rights, rights issue to him. What do you think, Robert? Um, Cheryl may disagree with me, but uh, I, he's here in Florida. Roger Stone, he has the ear, oh, he has the ear of the president. Completely, 120%. Disagree with you. This narrative of the ear of the president, if no he had comments. it, why isn't he doing something no with that comments. ear? Why is he waiting for fundraising Ooh, events before he will. That's not why I said it, though. That's why I'm an on record uh, racist. We were, we and he does not represent <clears throat> the voice of the industry. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. A thousand percent. But. I think I think it's a good it's a good call out name only because I like just to see how crazy he is. That's pretty much as far as I'd want to go. And by the way, and he's a great tipper. He is a great tipper. He's a great tipper. I'm telling you. I, he's lost it. I he mean, used to he, complain like when he came Cheryl to my restaurant. Said, he's every like, day. He he's got that when he got me. He's an honest racist. Yeah, he's got. He got a guy instead of a girl. He does. She doesn't like giving airtime to anybody that's that's all right. Of his next question. Well, uh, by the way, of mine would be Pigman. Okay, James that from We Can Get Him that would, that would be great. great. I want yeah. Pigman in here. Can he still owes me an interview. Yeah, bring him in. Let's find him in. Let's take. I want to talk to him. All right, well, Jane we'll from Lake here. Worth. How many? How much cannabis do you think Robert Roundtree has smoked in his lifetime in pounds? Ooh. It says in pounds. Wow. They wrote in pounds. <laughs> no. Yeah. How many? How many pounds do you think you've you've consumed in, a in your lifetime? State. How old are you? Twenty. How about 29, that? 30? 37. 37. I'll so be how 38 many pounds? in July. So you started um, when you were probably see. 18, 17. Nah, you started when I younger. go through probably in a legal state. Right when I was there, half ounce a week, about five or six pounds a year. Five or six pounds. It's a about year. right. So we're talking. It's about right. But but seriously, you could go up to like ten if I include making edibles too, because no, it, it requires a lot. So we're talking about three or four tons. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Yeah. Yeah. At least a ton. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been, smoked, I've been smoking with since I was eleven. Eleven. So, yeah. Oh my goodness. All right. Since you can't call yourself Florida's only cannabis radio show anymore, I thought of a new slogan. Welcome to Cannabis Life Radio, Florida's only cannabis radio program that doesn't make you scrumming. That's nice. Scrumming. Okay. Samuel from Marco Island. If regulate Florida passes, will home growing be allowed? If so, how many we plants? We yeah. wish. Yes. Well, yeah. so there's a two-part answer. You can have six mature plants and as many non-mature plants so that's really good for people that want to juice incorporate it into your food right so it's and eating raw yeah yes it will be legal and it will be legal as soon as you download the petition at regulateflorida.com slash petition get involved print about a hundred of them get them signed send them into sensible florida address on the back 
Right, and stay tuned. And stay tuned. Stay tuned to uh, everybody at this table trying to get certain things done during this legislative year yes. and during this voting time. Pay attention. Get involved. No matter who you're getting involved with, the fact is, is that whatever group in Florida is going to be associated through somebody that's sitting at this table. What we want to do is we want to bring everybody together and we want to make as much noise and call as many legislators and uh, representatives uh, that we can uh, to make the right decision and allow um, the Floridians to get what they voted for, which is uh, full legalization of full cannabis in the state of Florida. All right. We got one more question. Are you ready? Yeah. What this is sir? the best way to get a skeptical senior citizen to try CBD? Education. Right. I already know. What is, what is your, what do you, oh, what do you use? Skeptical senior citizen. I think um, giving them a variety of delivery systems to choose from. I think edibles is the most, it would be more palatable for someone who is skeptical. Um, and then I would uh, encourage them to do it if they're in a high anxiety um, anxiety situation. I would also do peer-to-peer -peer education where uh, someone like Arby's dad, who's in his 90s and was resistant to CBD, now has replaced uh, a plethora of narcotics with right. CBD. And him telling his story and others like that, I think that's what's going to move the needle with our seniors. What I always do is I always tell them to try the topicals, to the stuff that they rub on their skin first, because they'll be much more yeah. you know, uh, willing to put stuff on their skin more than they w are willing to put something on their tongue. So if that works, then they move on to the sublinguals and it usually works. All right. you know. Before we get off, Robert Rontria, how can they reach out to you and, and uh, really uh, you know, be part of your, your group or, or if they need any questions answered or your help? How can they reach or out to you? what we're working on too. Yeah, so um, ideally we would, I would like to have someone from every county to help us coordinate. They can reach out to me at robert at floridamarijuana.net and send your name, number, address. Um, you, don't, you don't need to send your address. Town, so we can start to compile a list of volunteers that are going to work on this with us. Um, and then also on Facebook, at Florida Dispensaries, or type in Florida Marijuana. It'll pull up both things. And right. then my profile Robert Roundtree Instagram Florida underscore marijuana and You're Chris, and Chris the, Sunshine yeah. right there Chris Sunshine is in the house, hey. Sunshine in the house. Yeah. I um, thought it got a little brighter in yeah. here yeah yeah well an initiative that um Arby it was a brainchild of Arby and Robert on the podcast this week is um a get involved type of of hub so um Robert has uh, kindly accepted the position as the um, task force captain for the state of Florida. This will be expanded across the nation. And um, uh, Arby and, and Robert will be working as leadership of this Get Involved campaign. There will be a one-stop hub website where um, you can find out how to contact your legislators. Um, you can get templates for contacting them either by voice or by uh, or electronically. Um, there's a hotline that's going to be set up for any um, seizures of product, violations of, of patient rights issues across the country, and that's the direction we're going into. So it'll consolidate the efforts, and that's coming soon. Um, you'll see it on FloridaMedicalMarijuana.net as well as um, FloridaMarijuana.net. Sorry, FloridaMarijuana.net as well as um, the Cannabis Life page as far as how you can get involved cannabis. 
Yes, that's correct. And it's basically going to aggregate a lot of available information that's already out there right. for people because one of the biggest questions, and we all see it all the time, is, hey, I want to help. How can I get involved? Right. And that's such a long-winded answer. Mm -hmm. um, usually the best one is start locally. That's mm -hmm. where you can have the most change, um, to be honest, you know, but, and work from there. And, yeah, we're going to have that out sometime next year yep. soon early of january and we are we have, we're joined we by Chris go sunshine so here we close out we're with, closing out with like a minute 30 yes. seconds close Chris. out with Chris Give sunshine. Us sunshine dog sunshine are we upon us. We're yeah we're live we're running right we're running listen it's not about us right now it's about regulating florida this is what we need you guys to do you see the back of this yes this is peace prosperity and pot and that's what it's all about we want everybody in the sunshine state to be able to grow their own cannabis plants. Now, not everybody wants to grow their own cannabis plants, but a lot of us will because this is a sunshine state. This is what we do. And we want everyone to be able to be involved that wants a piece of the pie, that wants to be in the cannabis. You know, um, we kind of started this whole thing. All the cannabis used to come through Florida. All the genetics were spread out west from Florida. We are the epicenter of this. We're the number one indoor growth state in the country, if not the world. Yep. And we know how Dang. to do it. We know, we know what we're doing. We've got the genetics. We've got the people. We've got everything but the law. So what we need to do is we need you to go to regulateflorida.com. If you can donate money, we really need funds because the funds are used to get petitions signed because volunteers have to have gas and food and you have to print petitions which cost money. I'm a board member of Regulate Florida. Robert Roundtree works very closely. He is helping to lead the charge. And if we can get these petitions signed, every adult over 21 in the state of Florida will be able to access cannabis. No patient will be left behind. There are millions of patients here in Florida who will not qualify under Amendment 2, and they need access. We need to be able to grow our own medicine, and we need to free this plan and regulate Florida. Is What's the petition could, count? Could, What's the petition count? Oh, they've got, we've got like 40 or 50,000 signed. 50, 000, We're getting very nice. close yeah. to getting Supreme Court, Court review. review. Right. I, nice. I mean, the target obviously was 2018. That was the target. But even if it's 2020, which may make more sense because it's a presidential election year. Yep, absolutely. And we have overwhelming support in the community. I know you guys are huge supporters. Yeah. You've done so much to help. We're and, definitely going to be doing a lot, a lot of things. We're counting on everyone to get involved in this. So if you can donate money, um, actually for the next 24 hours, Sunshine Cannabis will be matching donations up to $2,500. We're going to match up to $2,500. So if someone out there will donate $2,500, Sunshine Cannabis will match it so that it'll be $5,000. Nice. If you donate $500, I'll match it with $500. It's a 24-hour match. Love Just it. came up with this, and this is because of Cannabis Life Radio. Even if all you have is a dollar or $5, love, it all adds Cannabis up. Life Radio. We love Green Roads, CBD, yeah. obviously, if you need CBD. CBD. I sent everybody now. I used to send them to a Colorado company. <laughs> I sent everyone to Green Thank Road. you, man. Thank, you, Thank you, brother. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, right. a, lot, a lot of new things coming up on Cannabis Life Radio. Tune in us on Wednesdays. Wednesday is going to be uh, the early bird, the young birds, going to be broadcasting uh, a little bit of uh, crazy things, alcohol versus cannabis, Xanax versus cannabis, oxys versus cannabis. So what we're going to show is how the effects are and the difference are between being on cannabis or CBD and being on alcohol, Xanax, Oxycontin, 
possible heroin, and we're getting corporation agreements to be able to film these individuals going to work and functioning on a daily basis so we could prove what the difference is so we could eliminate the stigma. That's right. That's going to be All awesome. right. So All I'll right. leave it to Leon. All right. We were supposed to end this show about 15, 20 minutes ago. Let's keep it going. All right. Yeah. All night long. All night long. No. All right. You are, Not at all. you are currently tuned to Cannabis Life Radio, brought to you by Green, Green Rose, Rose World. 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 Peace.